guys, welcome to Woman Up, a series where we aim to start conversations. And today we'll be talking about women in film. Joining me today are Shristi Jain and Riti Kachela, both of whom are dear friends now. And what's common between the three of us is the fact that we worked on a series called Hind Mata together, which just released on Eros a month ago. And what is special about this series is that 80% of the cast was women and 50% of the crew was women, which is definitely an exception in the industry, not the rule. Uh, Trishri started her career as a journalist and has worked with uh, names like Zoya Akhtar and uh, Nitya Mehra and uh, uh, Hind Mata with her first debut web series. She's won awards at MAMI, has uh, a degree in filmmaking from Xavier's College and uh, has directed a whole bunch of uh, work for OML and TVF and music videos. Riddhi uh, has been part of writer's rooms for Netflix and uh, Amazon. She's written series for Zoom and Eros. She's worked with a writer and content producer at um, TVF again. Are Disney has an Emmy in producing. Sorry, I have to read this because this just these girls have done so much work. And um, she has an Emmy in film producing and TV from uh, uh, UK and has done a whole bunch of other stuff. She was a chartered accountant before she started doing all of this. Hi, girls. Hi. Hey, you. Hi. Riddhi is joining us from London right now. Um, so, hi, girls. I want to hey. jump right in and ask, just throw this out there. What has, like, your general experience been in the industry as a woman? I know it's, like, a very vast uh, topic of conversation, but I want to know, like, the overview, what what has it generally been like for you? Has it been friendly? Has it been, you know? I've been very privileged like that, that I have got to work with a lot of women directors and a lot of women writer, writer-directors. And in that sense, I've realized, and also men, of course, I've worked with a lot of men, but majority of my life-changing larger experiences in cinema have been with women directors i've been under working with women directors and they've all been extremely giving and extremely supportive and there is a sense of um, you know there's a sense of uh, not solidarity it is giving each other that space where they allow you to grow you know as uh, as a young girl in the industry you don't you are figuring shit as you go along the way you know and especially when you want to become a director or you want to become an actor when you are doing an onset job it is a new experience every day and something some shit is going to go down every day from which you're going to learn and from which you're going to have to problem solve and you're going to be on your toes and you're going to be like okay I didn't know this yesterday, but today I have, like, I've done this or I have failed at it. And you oftentimes fail more than you pass in on a, on onset jobs. I mean, I've had a lot of mixed experiences, uh, right. some very bad experiences uh, and some, you know, I it's not like I have had just bad experiences. I've also met, like, a lot of good people on my way. While some of them have been, like, extremely terrible, but I haven't got paid and, you know, uh, my work has been edited and stuff. Uh, there have also been people who have been very nice and encouraging. 
especially when you uh, you know uh, especially when you work with uh, female producers or uh, a female senior writer uh, yeah. i you know uh, so uh, i would say mixed experiences and obviously the struggles of uh, me being a writer uh, i would categorize it into two buckets mainly one is the general struggle which every writer in the industry faces of you know having your uh, work get senior work get made uh, getting people interested in it and uh, uh, you know pitching it and finding work um, so that is obviously a, any a struggle for every writer but uh, i think what female writers additionally face um is the sense of uh, you know we are somehow i feel that we are not as self assured and confident as a lot of male writers out there at least it's the case with me you know what what you said is very interesting because i was reading um a study about this that women in general in the harvard business review i think um, they have those books right harvard business review have mm-hmm. books there was one about confidence that i was reading and it did a comparative study about men and women in terms of their confidence and it said that women will not apply for a job unless they're 100% qualified for that position whereas that's not true for men at all they will apply even if they have like 60% 70% yeah um, and women will keep so there definitely i think is a a, a larger um, conversation here in terms of how men and women show up in the world in terms of you know feeling good about themselves so you know it's very funny because uh, sometimes uh, you're brought into a writers room because they need a female perspective uh, and you know that's your job to give them a female perspective but when you give them a female perspective you feel like ah oh, maybe she should not react like that uh, uh, you know uh, there was actually uh, a scene which you know i was not very happy about uh, but uh, you know and they kind of changed it and i was like no no girl talks like this or you know and stuff so but but it was changed because you know that's how they wanted it so you know they get you on board to get a female perspective but then they don't actually really want the perspective that you give them <laughs> yeah i definitely agree that sometimes i think the sensitivity in in perhaps understanding how the internal working i think it's are. very like if you read a lot of screenplays it is very mm-hmm. evident when a woman writes a woman character yeah. and a man writes a woman character and I that's agree. like it's on the page for you to yeah. know that this is a this is not a woman's perspective because mm-hmm. you know women are written like women are written in a very catty catty sense right. like a lot of women mm-hmm. characters subliminally have this very catty side to them but women in general are not like that you know we don't mm. we don't talk like that we are not like mm. suspicious of each other or suspicious of like people around us we don't think like that but a mm. man writing a woman will always have this sense of like suspicion and cattiness and like mean girlness to it and you're like wait this is not a woman's perspective at all i agree with that in the sense There's, I feel like there's a certain amount of influence of media also on this, right? Because hmm. I'm sure all of you agree with this, uh, agree with me on this that we've grown up kind of watching this only being represented on screen. Yeah, like women are always making other women's lives miserable. In every fairy tale, there is a woman, um, you know, who's who's uh, after another woman's life. And I feel like maybe that's what's kind of shaped the narrative and how. And they were women- all men who wrote fairy tales. fairy yeah. tales were not written by women mm-hmm. which is what i'm yeah. seeing right like the male gaze on women relationships and women interactions it's mm-hmm. is is actually a very big part of the way even women see women or even women are like made to pit up pit up yeah. against each other 
in terms of mm. objectification of women or how i i'm i think you only shared this with me um there was a video which showed like how the camera pans and tilts on a woman's body to establish you know like her sexuality or her assets and there are these subtle things which we don't even notice to be honest and that video was so eye opening for me because i don't even think i realized uh the male gaze uh, that was that a I- video i had shot for uh for a comedy sketch and they had specifically told me that this line pay we want this shot where and these were all boys this was a comedy collective of boys and they like mm-hmm. and this point we want this thing because this is what men this is what men want when they want to see a woman in film it was a sketch it was a sketch comedy video about women in film okay and mm-hmm. uh, censorship in film and uh, how women are represented in film is that we like having women look like that sexual entity jo background mein khadi hai aur bas ek close up dalenge uske bas ek pairon pe aur naked se sharir pe and that is all she is there for you know and then we mm. cut back to the male superhero who's like dancing and like doing his fighting and all of that but the lady will be in the background just for those like those sexual close ups that's all yeah. so yeah that's why that's why we shot it like that because that is just the truth of how women are objectified in cinema and how we mm. are objectified in Yeah. Did you hear yeah. these with the Sunita speech? Uh, I don't remember what she gave that speech on, but she was talking about exactly this. And she was like, every time I watch a movie, the woman would be like, "What do we do now?" You know, <laughs> like this really creepy voice. And she she turned to the audience and she's like, "Do you know any woman who turns to a man and was like, 'What do we do now?' Like in any situation." <laughs> but they like the dancers they like the damsel in distress mentality right that's what no, that's what allures I men i think we yeah. bought into the damsel in distress as well yeah. I know, but i know for a fact that i have been guilty of it and i look back on some instances in my life and i'm like i was i became that person i bought into that narrative you know yeah yeah but you know i feel uh, in doing this uh, also it is uh very often if you are a female writer it is also your responsibility to stand up for your female characters uh right. you know uh and fight for them uh with the producers uh i for example like i did come across a concept that was sent to me for a film which i thought was very very uh regressive uh you know and i kind of tried altering it and you know kind of making it making it more reasonable uh uh you know but i i had to kind of fight for it you know i had i was like no you can't make this girl do this so i feel like all a female responsibility of female writers directors producers to kind of you know stand up for your female characters and fight for them uh, yeah. uh because if we don't do it will not change you know if you just do what they expect you to and what they ask you to uh then you're just going to be end up writing something regressive again just because you couldn't uh, uh, you know uh, say no to it uh so yeah i mean i, I, I kind of disagree with just putting the onus on women and saying that women writers women directors women producers need to take this onus on themselves because at the end of the day we are a smaller lot and the male and the male in this industry is a larger much bigger population i think educating the men in the industry and having them put their backs behind subjects like that will also create a far more inclusive narrative for the women in the in the industry as well as for women characters 
you know i think it is important yeah. for the women to obviously to propagate these notions and to kind of fight these causes but it's also important from the male point of view for them to be included in these conversations yes i don't know that yeah. possible a man will never have the lived experience of being a woman so i think the solution is to have an equal number of men and women working on a stage no, also and, and to also create that empathy i think it's very easy to create empathy when you believe in your cause right like we had yeah. men working with us uh, on hindmata and they were mm-hmm. all feminists they are not people who are going to be like nahi ye bullshit hai ya nahi ye aisa mat karo they were all yeah. working with a woman for women and they were all there they showed up every single day and they worked for us for that for that thing to come true this is a collaborative medium so we all have to come together and create a narrative so it's important to yeah. have even men on the same page as us yeah i do agree uh, you know that men even male writers and you know uh, male directors and male producers need to be more sensitive need to be more empathetic and more aware uh, you know of their voice uh, of of what i meant in in that sense is uh, in the context of uh, you know obviously it is everybody's responsibility but uh, for us i know that uh, being in a writers room uh, as a girl it is more uh, i mean i i have double the responsibility in that sense of standing up for my female characters than my male uh, than my than my male counterparts would because half the time they would probably not even understand why it's required when i began assisting and when i when i entered the industry i was uh, one girl on an entire set of boys industry i was shooting for something last year and i swear i went on the set and for a second i was I not like I got scared because you know they're all lovely people but there is like you you're taken aback because when I entered set I saw no girl and then the stylist showed up and I was like thank god and one of the ADs was a girl second so second felt yeah <laughs> the second but, second is always a girl that is where that's like a position meant for women it's like acha koi nahi to second second to ladki hogi na to equality hai hamare set pe because yeah that's yeah. just how it is that's right i agree with riti though i think in the beginning perhaps we'll have to shoulder more of the responsibility to ensure that happens till we get to a point where everybody's on the same page you know again coming back to my experiences as an actor when there have been instances where i've been like nahi ye ladki aise nahi bolegi and i've been told off for it or i've faced you know a uh, backlash for it but i would i I've, i've also tried not to uh, go as a like nahi aise hi hona chahiye you know i try to do it in my own way uh, but it is important for us to stand up because if we don't then we'll also end up becoming part of the same problem no obviously wow. i mean uh, standing up in a in a more in a more easier fashion is also um, showing up and taking taking the responsibility of only shouldering subjects which are women oriented or writing subjects which are women oriented having strong women characters you know making sure that there is a space in the narrative where you have a woman who is not projected like that vampy you know stereotypical woman that we have seen before in male narratives so doing things like that can also like kind of sensitize the audiences who have been brainwashed by these narratives for so many years and slowly bring them on to our side you know and i think that's something that all of us are trying to do in our spaces so yeah it's a long fight it's it's see 100 years of cinema mein agar hum aaj ye baat kar rahe hain which is 100 years later 
it is going to take time for this for everyone to be on the same page for us to have inclusive narratives but i think slowly and steadily now that this conversation has begun we will eventually get there you know i would like to keep that yeah positive yeah yeah and i do see the signs of happening that happening slowly uh, gradually because now i feel like uh, there are a lot more uh, women uh, writers in the writers rooms and there are women producers now who encourage uh, you know uh, women oriented stories uh, uh, so and there are now platforms we are not completely just reliant on the traditional bollywood plat- you know, platform of of film and tv uh, so now with with digital coming in you know there is so much more scope to uh, tell interesting women oriented stories which which is already happening in a way uh, so yeah i do see a slight shift already in that sense i think ma- movies being made on on women protagonists is also starting to happen and also seeing all these actresses from you know i, I don't know how to say but like say a madhuri or a juhi chavla and all these actresses coming back and working again just like makes me so happy as an actor because yeah. otherwise we've been fed this ke hero can work till he's uh, however old but he's on the deathbed life which yeah. is so ridiculous because why should a woman not be able to work you know she has a craft yeah. something to offer she has something to say her talent doesn't diminish it only increases with age and with time yeah. and i am i am so happy to see this change that is coming on i think we still have a really long way to go um because mm. commercial cinema still hasn't caught up to that i think it's getting there yeah when nina yeah. gupta wins an award for badhai ho i am like yes <laughs> you know it makes me so happy and she won for the best lead she won an award for the lead actress right i was yeah. so mm-hmm. happy yeah because this change is imperative You know, yeah. but you live in this constant fear as an actor. Okay, hmm. how long will I have a career? Which, which yeah. is sad. Yeah, I think that is also, uh, you know, uh, based in this notion of uh, presenting women as someone desirable, and they feel yeah. that if a woman is on screen, then she should be desirable. Uh, uh, you know, if she becomes old, she does not remain desirable. So I think that's the whole problem. Notion. I think the other problem that we are not like we have not yet touched upon is the fact that uh, India writes very ageist scripts. Like yeah, the sure. reason that we are saying a woman is not applicable when she is not desirable or her shelf life runs out when she is not desirable is because mm-hmm. we are very ageist and we do not write scripts which. Mm-hmm. can have women who are older playing the protagonist or can have men who are older who can play the protagonist we want a young yeah. hero and we want a young heroine we want an amir khan also to be a bloody 20 year old when he's playing three idiots you know mm-hmm. and we don't want to cast somebody of that age we want an amir khan to yeah. be that age but an amir yeah. khan yeah. can't play his real age he cannot play like he's 50 years old there is no parts for him yeah. for his real age so i think in yeah. that yeah. way our narrative to become more inclusive of age groups of age mm-hmm. and then yeah, they will not feel like they don't have a shelf life because there'll be parts for women mm-hmm. of all ages and yeah. all sizes and all kinds of I, you know being ensuring that that changes since you guys are writing and directing are you girls then ensuring that you're writing like characters of for women who are of all ages yeah uh, you know sadly for as sure. much as i 
I wish to. I do have, uh, you know, uh, concepts where I think of uh, uh, it it being around uh, middle-aged women. You feel like if there's a 40-year-old, 50-year-old protagonist, you think a 20-year-old will not watch a show which has a 50-year-old protagonist, you know, but that is the assumption that they want relatable content and they want, uh, you know, uh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So I think it comes from, it comes, a lot of this comes from the platforms and what they demand as well. Yeah. That is sad though, isn't it? Because like, I mean, we all are going to <laughs> grow old. So what is the relatability factor? Like people don't stop watching television. See, the other thing is, the other thing is, I understand where the platforms are coming from because uh, India has the largest young population right now, right? We yeah. as a mass have the largest, largest population of youth. So young people right. want to watch stories which are relatable to them about the things that they are currently kind of within and the feelings they are kind of having in their lives. And that is why platforms believe that, okay, like they are right now going through adolescence, they are having their first love or they're going to college or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So give them content which is relatable to them. So it is more likely that they will tune in and they will be consistent and they will watch it. And we can have a multiple number of seasons. It's all about that also, right? Because... If we had yeah. an older population, if we if most of our population was 50 and above, we would have been making content which is all 50 and above co-catering. But it's not like that. So hopefully when this population, as we grow older, we also start putting out more mature content for mature audiences because even the audiences around us will grow older. You know, and there will be that massive population which was young will be a massive population which is now middle age and massive population which is now older. Yeah. So... It's, it's all about yes. what time yeah. and where yeah. do we live in and what are we catering to as a mass. And it's the mass that we are trying to appeal at the end of the day. They're going to give us the big bucks. I want to come back to, to our topic of focus today, which is women in film. Do you, I mean, everybody knows there is reality, but what has your experience been personally? Have you personally experienced um, a difference in pay? Or I have a very funny now? story. So I went to an, it's a a short story, okay? I went to an interview uh, very early on. I mean, this must be like, yeah, my second year of ADing and like looking for jobs and DAing and all. And I went for an interview and uh, it was with this massive big advertising production house and they did a lot of big ads and uh, a friend of mine recommended me and he was a boy, the guy who recommended me. So I went there and, you know, it was a great meeting. The director really liked me. I liked the director. I was really looking forward to working there. And then the money conversation happened. And I asked my friend that, you know, uh, how much should I quote? Because I don't know. I don't know what to quote. And uh, he said, quote so, this much money. Like when I was, when I had uh, DA'd over there, I had got this much money. So I said, okay, cool. So I guess it's the same. So I when the line producer called me up, I quoted the number that my friend had told me and he had done the same job, okay, at the same position where I was supposed to work and with the same similar amount of experience also even he had when he had done that job. I had the similar experience. So I quoted the number and the line producer told me half of that number. He said, this is the budget we have for the, the DA. And I was like, what like this is half of the number i have told you which is like nothing it wouldn't even it wouldn't even um it wouldn't even have paid for the entire uh conveyance i would have had to give for that entire project like it did not 
pay the conveyance also and i was like you rather give me conveyance don't give me money just give me conveyance it will be more than this money you're offering and i told the friend after i put the phone down i told the friend i said dude what the fuck like you told me that you know use that like you poured this number and you got this number for the same job why am i getting this and then he just laughed and he went like that's because you're a baby girl and i was like that's so mean just because i'm a woman i've been offered lesser money than you have yeah. as your starting salary jesus but yeah dude yeah. it happens it happens a lot wow that's that's crazy my friends yeah. my friends who are directors no dude my friends who are directors who are also like directing web series and events and corporates and all the things we all kind of pitch end up pitching in the same you know buckets right uh they will quote a number okay and i will quote a number and the only reason they get that project is because as a guy they are quoting lesser and as a girl i am quoting more yeah but but you know people should really encourage discussing monies and commercials in the industry man i think this is a big problem not just in this industry across board if you don't know what people generally get paid for that kind of job how will you know how much how will you know yeah and how people are always very reluctant to share how much they get in that sense i don't know how to quote it's just the worst it's the worst thing of being a freelancer the, the like the confusion you know how much is worth it and how much am i worth yeah. and has my worth increased yeah. or has it not increased like what's going on so yeah. i to ask all my friends you know what do you think itna quote karu and this and that i want to come back to him mata because you know that's a shared experience that we've had and i think we are not above um, buying into that whole narrative that women can't work together because i know when i entered that said i also had some apprehensions about the fact that there was so many women and each actor was so strong you know and uh, held their own did you guys were you guys afraid of that because i know i was no i wasn't in, but coming out i was filled with nothing but love because it was such a beautiful experience and we all worked so beautifully together no i and have to say that um when i picked up the project i shared it with a couple of my friends and they all said you know what you better be where you have so many women you're casting for and you know they may just like they there'll be ego battles and there'll be like cattiness and there will be all kinds of you know this uh, um women bashing propaganda happened from my friends ends to me and they were like you know no women cannot work together and 14 women together in one frame i think number one for me that is what really mattered was that i wanted to have a bunch of women who were as determined and as passionate about what we were creating together uh because when you have that sense of you know togetherness and that sense of um the same goal that you're looking towards yeah. that that self kind of gets diminished and you look at it as as a community and sure. that's what i wanted for hindmata and fingers crossed that's what we all got uh I think so apart from being Uh, we had of course a shared common goal but you know what i also realized in in talking to chipti and you know the rest that i think we were all very self aware and we consciously wanted to make sure that we were kind to each other and we worked well together i think we were very conscious about that fact and sensitive to each other because we've all gone through similar struggles or similar battles not just in the industry just generally in life as women and i think there was love um 
going into the project in that we will uplift each other and make this project something beautiful also i think i was very clear about the fact that i wanted every character to be given the space that they needed in the show and this what made me like this subject firstly all women and i remember having this conversation with you about samira which is the character that i played about her not having a love interest as well can you can yeah. you touch on that yeah uh i think uh i mean answering the first question on on you know uh in, why did i pick this subject or you know write an all female sort of script Uh, because I felt like, uh, you know, we have seen. It's not that there haven't been female-centric shows or films on, you know, on digital or uh, in in cinemas. But uh, but I felt like whenever we have seen all women characters, they've either been, uh, you know, in the very glamorous space, uh, or they've been, uh, you know, either in rom-comish presented in the rom-com, uh, yeah. or you know, the stories that have been told around them. Uh, uh have been have been slightly in a very typical space uh so i what i uh, wanted to do is to present uh these women who and and i feel like there's always this notion of women being good you know even on screen a lot of the female characters would be like just so nice and polite all the time and you know very good morally uh so i felt like we should you know have a show which also sh- uh talks about or portrays women who are morally devious and who are as flawed and uh, you know uh, as as maybe you know who would have probably committed crimes and would have probably killed someone uh and uh, uh, you know so I, and i also wanted to see uh, portray women who are not not glamorous they are just like everyday women uh, you know who uh, who have important stories uh, to tell as well and their own struggles and i felt like their struggles were kind of you know being sidelined uh, uh, you know the being being in in a female prison would obviously uh, mean that while we have seen a lot of male prisoners and male male prison stories uh, we haven't kind of seen much of that of how it plays out at, at least in the indian sort of uh you know entertainment world uh, of what ha- uh, of what goes into uh, like a female prison uh, yes. yeah so yeah just portraying women uh, differently and again uh, i was you know sort of uh, adamant about breaking these stereotypes uh, of how we see women on screen uh, you know because we always assume women to kind of have uh, romantic uh, dilemmas uh you know in in stories uh, uh which uh, which sometimes becomes her whole whole arc actually you know which is okay if it's in a different form of it's in a diff- different world etc but uh, you know i sort of didn't want to make her love story or her romantic uh, side of uh, side kind of being dominant uh, maybe and i and i i do i do like she does say that and samira says that in one line that i'm still single uh, you know so that's one indication of that she does not have anyone in her life and she's okay mm-hmm. with it because it's about her work it's about what she wants to do in with her life uh, which is not always about going and finding a boyfriend or you know oh i don't have a boyfriend because there are many women who are single whose life does not necessarily revolve around a love interest or you know yeah, yeah that's exactly. a mansi said something really nice to me the other day she said you know um 
we should be really proud of the fact that Hindmata uh, performs a hundred on hundred in the Bechdel test because yeah. women in this show never talk about a man; they are only talking about other women and their problems and like real like real women problems and there is no man yeah. in the picture at all there is yeah, masculine yeah. energy there is aggression there is drama there is politics there is all of that can also happen in an all women's show you know yeah exactly and i'm very glad you know uh, you mentioned uh, uh, a lot of these women uh, were written uh, in a very masculine energy uh, form uh, and and i'm very glad that it has you know uh, turned out that way uh, because you know when i kind of hear or uh, and i see that with a lot of producers when they want to portray modern women or you know equal women their idea of that is women behaving just as badly as men on screen you know when they and abusing that, you know, either, and either abusing. they are drinking I hate it. or they are abusing or they are doing you know uh, just talking about sex and you know that that's what liberated women is for them uh uh you know uh and uh, which which is which is ridiculous because when we say that we want to portray women who are with masculine energy and who are on at par with men we we want women to talk about the things that men talk about and face the struggles that you know that are similar in that sense and not just have them see drinking and smoking and just talking about sex all the time yeah absolutely i completely agree with you you know forget yeah. screen i'm telling you these are i think unfortunately notions that people have developed about girls like us in space for instance because a lot of times when i meet people for castings i've had people tell me are but aap to bahut acche ho aapke to badi achhi values hain and i'm like <laughs> what were you expecting like was i supposed to be like a bitch you know my kids have judged me for who i am as a person before they've even gotten a chance to know me because we have an idea that women in cities who are say going out at night or having a drink or you know who have men as friends as we all do and the normal thing they are people who are not i'm talking in terms of how these stereotypes are then reinforced you know the real life is also influencing people into forming opinions which is again Well, I also want to be like a little prudy when I say this, and a little PC when I say this, that the really lovely part about the script that came to us was that not one page had a abusive dialogue, and that for me was like a big win. I want to ask you girls, what do you think we still have work to do on, and where would you hope that our industry goes? in terms of uh, making a place for women or opportunities for women however you want to put it uh i mean i would say in terms of change that i would like to see in the industry uh would be i mean i think people should be open to uh, you know uh, having women writers write uh, parts that are also and shows that are not just female oriented and you know uh, female women oriented stories but also a regular show like family man you know i could totally work on a family man why would i not get a chance to do that uh so don't just come to female writers only when you need a female perspective on a show or when you when it's just a female led show or you know it's about a female protagonist or it's about a rom com uh, uh <laughs> it's a rom com Uh, so <laughs> i would say come to me also when i mean come to female writers also when you want to write shows like family man or want to uh, you know or or 
Sacred Games did have a female writer, which was which was great. Uh, so yeah, more of that happening uh, would 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 be great. Uh, and uh, other change, like I think Shristi was saying, uh, is to kind of uh, understand that you know everyone is in the process of learning things and you know uh, finding their way around this industry. So I would it would everyone needs to be i think a little more empathetic uh, towards the fact that people are trying you know uh, trying their hard and just give people some space to uh, learn and grow with you uh, you know uh, and and yeah and just be more accepting and uh, empathetic overall i feel yeah things are changing for sure and mm. i think they just it needs to get excited. and i also want i also want one more thing i also want producers to trust women directors on every space and platform and because i know for a fact that most women directors out there are women directors uh, who are able to propel the subjects and make the subjects they want to make because they are also producing their own films and not yeah. because somebody else is putting their money on them and i think that really needs to change i think producers need to start start trusting women to direct those big films those big budget commercial films because only if women are seen on that commercial level making their mark yeah. are people going to be able to aspire to even do that and be that you know otherwise a woman will always just be categorized as somebody who is the second second on the set and i think that needs to break and that needs to really change in the way we also get women onto the table in the commercial films right actors women who have have become producers are the ones who have the position and the power to be able to make subjects that are of course of course everybody which i think also again needs to change like you said yeah like i don't need to be a producer to become a become my own director or you don't need to become a producer to be able to cast yourself as a lead i think right. somebody needs yeah. to like start put, putting us in those positions and in in the commercial space i'm not saying that mm-hmm. they aren't doing this on ott or they aren't doing this on like in ads i'm saying in the commercial space it's very difficult and we don't see that many women we see a zoya akhtar yeah. there because zoya akhtar has her own production house you know we don't have women mm-hmm. as powerful as her holding those positions anymore in that space Absolutely. yeah so uh, yeah. i think that really needs to change in the next decade hopefully yeah. so we made we made a yeah, lot of progress sure. and hopefully it will just be uh, it will be expedited and it will happen more and more as time goes by uh, hopefully in all of our lifetimes <laughs> no we actually no i think that that we are the change and we will make it happen i think that cause we are the change we made a change happen anyway <laughs> we made one one step at a time one hindmata at a time we we yeah one hindmata at a time and hopefully <laughs> and hopefully people uh, you know they watch a show like that i mean i'm not saying that um we need to keep making a hindmata or over and over again for people to realize that this is a space that uh, also exists and can be created but i think that for the fact that somebody has put their money and has put their time and made a show like that should also tell people that there is a space that is here to be explored and you know there are people who are watching it and there are people who are downloading it because we were downloaded a lot apparently and we are on telegram everywhere so uh, evidently there is a space that people are interested in exploring so why not give that a chance you know and why not yeah. in those subjects well, yeah yeah are- and and yeah for sure and and for that i think uh, i mean i i must say i'm kind of grateful you know that uh, 
the channel and the producers kind of showed their faith in the concept in the first place and you know uh, kind of decided to uh, go with it and make it uh, and allowed women to be a part of the narrative and didn't get a man to direct and write and act in the show <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I think that was pretty. They could have. They could and, have. You know, they could have like changed the main character that. to a guy who enters the women's prison. You never know. You know. Yeah, exactly. That could have happened. You know, totally. So you know, it also takes the channel, the people working in the channel, the producers, to kind of accept this. Uh, you know, this form of uh, this unusual kind of form of script as well. Amazing. Thank you, Rizvi. And on that note, thank, thank you, you guys for making it happen. It was fun. Very insightful. It was so fun. It was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.